0: You're listening to a podcast from Blogging Heads TV. Hi, Mickey. Hey, Bob. How you doing? You're holding up a paper. It says your appointment confirmation. Mickey, congratulations. Are we headed for a va- vaccination?
1: We're headed for Moderna. Moderna. Something I can do that you can't do, Bob. How do you know? Well, you don't qualify age-wise. Oh, there's this morbidity. In New, Jersey, oh. in New
0: Jersey, I qualify because of the. Although I am just shy of the age threshold in New Jersey, I do have the comorbidity that I keep promising to reveal in the parrot room, but I've decided to. I should drive a hard, harder bargain, like only when we reach, you know, a thousand. Patriots. You should
1: be mysterious about it, yeah. but it's sort of like a. It's sort of like a learner's permit. You you're only 15 and a half but they they let you in anyway you know yeah
0: if you it's like instead of having an adult sitting next to you you have to have a comorbidity sitting next yeah. to you it's it's like but that. you don't have an you don't have an appointment Bob. <laughs> yeah you know you, you're really kind of taking the wind out of my sails first you bring up my comorbidity and then you then you note that even though I have one I don't I don't have an appointment that's true uh, you're onto me it's the neg, Bob. When is the appointment for me? You know, I've heard, I've heard accounts of people. I don't want to take the wind out of your sails, but I have heard of people showing up for these appointments, and you know, they've run out of stuff. Something goes wrong. It can happen. I wouldn't get too chipper about this. That wouldn't
1: happen at Beverly Hills. Wouldn't Crossroads of the Stars. Wouldn't happen under
0: the auspices of Gavin Newsom, who's more popular than ever, I'm told.
1: Well, it's interesting. He's getting. This recall petition is obviously going to succeed, and that they're going to get on the ballot. Mm-hmm. Uh And and I, all of a sudden, everybody I know, it, it was like a sort of a subtle. It happened gradually, then suddenly, everybody's getting vaccinated. And it's almost as if, if you were a conspiracy-minded person, you think he was holding out the vaccines for a time when
0: he needed them politically. I will know if you that Mickey no, has aluminum no. foil on his head now.
1: No, it's not that. It's that Biden would have realized, uh, you know, damn, I don't want this guy to be out of office when I'm running for re-election, or it's bad for the Democrats if if Newsom is actually loses his recall campaign. So I'm going to ship a lot of vaccine, so he looks good. And California is ramping up the vaccinations. We've under some measures, we've, we're ahead of New York, which is crazy because New York has this huge health infrastructure. And it's all concentrated in New York City. And you'd think they would, you know, beat the crap out of us. But they're not. We've given doses to a higher percentage of our state now than they have. And and so I suspect benign political machinations, i.e., they actually decided to get the job done.
0: Well, and in support of your theory, didn't Biden establish actual kind of federal district vaccine distribution points in California? He's done that in some places, right, where. It kind of seems I, to I, I, go straight so, from the federal government to some location where tons but, of people can get it at once.
1: But most of, there there are these shoes sites, uh, but they seem to be state and county sites. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I thought they were um, otherwise.
1: Okay, th- no, but the ones I know, the ones I know over in California are state and county sites. I think he is trying to establish federal ones. I don't think they're up and running yet. Maybe they are. But we have state, we have city sites, we have county sites, we have state sites. It, it's totally overlapping. Totally insane hodgepodge well, New Jersey's the same but way it, it, it's like well tell it, me this in California can you at
0: least just go put your name in at one site and be done with it and know that now you're in line because in New Jersey you can do that at the state level but if you want to really increase your chances there's a, a dozen other places that you know you have to go to the county level even I think the municipality level and you got to be signing in all these different places it, it's there,
1: crazy there's this the, the, the last site I saw there were like three places you could go to sign up. They were all different. But once you have an appointment, you're in. It's well, not fine, like you have to Well, fine, but why should we all waste
0: our time? I mean, I believe computers are capable of replicating information or am I, am I getting it mixed up with another technology? But that is,
1: you know, the government is, he's rolling out a program called My Turn, which is, I think, supposed to do that. But anytime the government gets involved in computers and designing a new program, that's going to integrate everything. It's always mm-hmm. a disaster. The reason the vaccine distribution is so bad, apparently, is because this Deloitte program that they spend millions of dollars on—not that many millions, but millions—developing uh, to distribute the vaccine. Everybody hates it. Doesn't work. Wait, what's the, what's the, the
0: Deloitte? What is that? What do you mean? What is the Deloitte program?
1: There's a there's a a program called the VAMS or the VSMa or something that that the Trump administration commissioned from Deloitte, which is a big federal contractor. For IT systems to track the vaccine, and all the states were supposed to use it to track the vaccine. And the smart one said this program's crap. We're using our own system. Uh-huh. But but a, you know a lot of people use the government system, and it didn't work very well. It's I it, it's fine. It's a hodgepodge. Mm-hmm. At least what they have is working. And Trump is vaccine responsible is for
0: this Deloitte fiasco. Then
1: I think it started under him. Yeah, we should impeach him. There. You know, there's plenty of blame to go around and, and plenty of credit. I mean, Trump gets some credit too and Biden gets credit. I, I don't think Biden is conspicuously fucked up yet. I think he gets credit for, for actually speeding things up a bit. And, yeah, and, but he and hasn't. It'll see,
0: it'll, I, I, you know? I, I think, well, he did just announce another, what? Another, uh we now have contracted, I think, uh, w- between Moderna and Pfizer, the two with the highest efficacy rate. We, we now apparently have, Enough for three hundred million people. That's all that's going to want them in America, and plus we have J and J. We we now have yeah. uh, now they're not all here yet. They don't arrive till July. Yeah, and uh, I'm not sure how he's doing public relations wise. I don't think it's been masterful
1: by any means. Um, but but he has he hasn't done the worst thing is which is we have to assure e- equity in distribution. Uh, right. And We have to slow down slow down the vaccine rollout to make sure that. Uh, underserved communities are, are served first. Uh, he's tried to serve underserved communities, but he hasn't slowed it down. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's a big plus for him, even if, even if he's bad on the messaging. Right. Okay. We'll take that. Well, the numbers can, are
0: improving predictably. The deaths who, who, are now declining seemingly pretty sharply, and I would expect that to continue.
1: The, the cases are plummeting so rapidly, and
0: hospitalizations; those two have been going down sharply for a um, while. But deaths now are it, clearly
1: dropping. It's very similar to what happened in New York. All of a sudden, they started dropping mysteriously. And do we understand it? Do we blame that all on masking? Well, no. It's like I mean, it's like over I mean, Maybe you you blame what? You mean the initial. Well, give credit to the, it, the drop, the, the precipitous well, first all, remember, drop that's underway now.
0: Remember, there had been the holidays that probably made things worse than, you know. So first of all, you get the holidays over and you've no longer got people congregating at that rate. Uh, the vaccines are starting to kick in. And and then the, the organic herd immunity, I guess you could call it, which is the, uh, you know, immunity that's not due to vaccination, um, I think it's gotta, you know, it seems to have, have, I would guess is built up to an appreciable level.
1: Is it possible that there is some internal rhythm to the virus that we don't know about and it just does what it does everywhere it goes? I think it's safe to say yeah. that it does do what it does. I can, I can sign but, on to but that. But I mean, there's no, but there's a, if you look at all across the world, the patterns are sort of similar. No matter what they do, the patterns are similar. and Maybe it's seasonal, maybe it depends on the earth's magnetic field. Who the hell knows? Well, there are knows? different seasons in but, different
0: places. I mean, the south had a bigger uh I think a bigger summer spike and there was some speculation that, that had to do with air conditioning. Um, you know, uh y- you know, the heat driving people indoors into air-conditioned uh right. building. I don't know. It's but but here's an alarming thing I heard from my wife today. Uh a study that if you use the uh a study finding that when they use the plasma, the blood plasma, which is, I think, the equivalent of the monoclonal antibodies uh, functionally, um, the virus within a given person will mutate faster. Now, I had a, I don't know, just one study, but I can imagine reasons that might be, I mean, anyway.
1: I, I, if you I use can, what?
0: if This is if you use the Regeneron or the yeah, monoclonal? Yeah, that's correct. Regeneron is the company that makes the monoclonal antibodies.
1: There are two of them true
0: oh okay
1: it's one uh, that's um, the main one uh, or the, uh, or, but-
0: or organic uh i i think this study may have been done with blood plasma but it's presumably oh. the same kind of effect because you're huh. introducing antibodies that aren't yours and that could be oh, we're just getting wildly conjectural i have no idea what i'm talking about but i was thinking <laughs> it may be that vaccines naturally <laughs> mutate once they sense antibodies um and it could be that Uh, if you bring in blood plasma or, or the, the monoclonal antibodies, then there's both your antibodies and a discernibly different kind of antibodies they're facing, and so they like, you get twice the mutations. That is totally worthless speculation, if we edited, if we did editing. That would be on the cutting room floor. We should we should go to impeachment or something. Where
1: I thought it just I thought it just mutations just happen. It's not that they well, no, they're not intent on the m- part of the mutations
0: virus. happen in naturally in nature. But I, I, what I'm wondering, <laughs> I should research this is whether I mean look as I understand it, I think the antibodies themselves are kind of playing a certain kind of mutation game in the sense that I think your body sends out a bunch of different kinds and then the kind that succeed in locking onto the vaccine it replicate it makes more of those okay so it's playing a kind of its own little natural selection game and i and it would seem to make sense that viruses would have adapted to play the same game locally within the organism i can't believe i'm going on and on
1: about this it is it's total just, bullshit this is just- this is getting into Trump's territory. What if we put the light inside the body? Well, I was thinking if you do that and inject the bleach <laughs> at the same time, you cut the mutation rate in half. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, one more, one more virus note: that Israel claims to have two cures, not vaccines, but cure. wait, who does? Israel. Okay, Israeli time. But if you read the story, they're they're sort of not total cures. They're like, uh they, they, they stopped the cytokine storm. Okay. Well, that's if, at the if end. If, yeah, if you, if you're one of the people who's going to die of the cytokine storms, they have something That's for you. the immune over, that's, that's
0: the overreaction but, of your immune system at the but end. But
1: that's only like, I think nine or 10% of the cases. I don't think that's the, the usual, that's not the, the only way to die of COVID. Yeah. So, um, but it's promising. Would create political problems. Uh, wait, could, spell them out. Uh, Israel distributing the, its uh, vaccine, its cure in the Arab world, in the Muslim world? Well, they already had that problem with the vaccine, at least as so far as the
0: Palestinians go.
1: I mean, there is a whole, there is a whole... No, but it, it, it would be, it would be like in Saudi Arabia, are they going to buy 100 million doses of the Israeli cure? Um. Well, I mean, it depends on whether Israel has excess.
0: Uh, why is this, uh, what, is this an issue for, it's an issue for the Arab countries politically more than Israel, you're saying? Yeah, I would Because they don't want to be seen buying stuff from Israel? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're officially Saudi Arabia, UAE, and so on are now, uh, are now friends with Israel. Okay. Thanks to the Abraham Accords, Mickey. Thank you, Jared. I think we should. Saving, h- saving
1: humanity once. We now. should, we should, we should both thank Jared. Uh, okay, you wanted to get off this subject.
0: I was thinking since we know nothing about rather, it that might rather, rather. that might have. I mean, there is this issue, there is an interesting issue of the global haves and haves nots, the the so-called uh, like vaccine nationalism. We actually have a little item about this in the weekend blog, which is the Friday edition of the Non Zero newsletter, Mickey. Um and uh the um, you know, like South Africa and I think Pakistan and some other uh less affluent nations were seeking uh, a suspension of patent protection for the vaccine and they got swatted down by the World Trade Organization, as I recall, or something like that. And but it's it's there's on the one hand the kind of justice issue, but it's also true that like um, you're probably not serving the overall you're, you're probably prolonging the life of the pandemic. If you distribute the vaccine solely in accord with wealth, right? That's probably true within a society, right. and it's probably true globally. Uh, and so, there are even if your your conscience isn't hurting uh, by b- because of the the uh, unequal distribution globally, it's it's something worth worth thinking about just from a utilitarian point of view.
1: Um, I agree. Um, impeachment impeachment
0: so what's your take have you been glued I, to the glued to
1: the set I have not no I haven't I, I, I haven't I've been ignoring it uh, my impression just reading the accounts is that the Democrats have failed you know they they, they, they have a lot of emotion about this horrible thing that happened mm-hmm. but they haven't really said that Trump is responsible I mean there were a whole bunch of people at the demonstration in front of the Capitol only some went into the Capitol is Trump responsible for the people who were there peacefully, or for the people who went in violently? I've been in a lot of demonstrations. I've even stay I've even like organized demonstrations, okay, that were peaceful. Yeah. But ten percent of the people go off and, and and wreak mayhem, okay? Was I responsible for the ten percent that wreak mayhem at the time? I said no. Uh, it, it, that happens all the time with demonstrations, it, unless you can really link Trump, like he had some contact. With the organizers who were violent, or he sent their text messages, or as we've talked about in the aftermath, if he conspicuously failed in his duty, and they did come up with one piece of evidence that I know about, which is the phone call to Tommy Tuberville. Tuberville,
0: yeah, who
1: who said, which uh, is amazing,
0: right? This is after the writers, are, you know. they're Well, go ahead and tell the story.
1: No, my impression is uh, he calls the wrong number. He calls Senator Lee. This is, this is controversial, too. Yeah, and, and this too. is after they have uh,
0: – they're either about they to breached. evacuate the Sen- – the, the rioters are in the Capitol, and Trump is still lobbying,
1: right? Right. So he – but that just shows he's clueless. That's an exculpatory thing. Well, uh, come on. And, I would and, not and – no, you and, can and, say he's callous. He's he's indifferent. And it, it could be either way. If he had a trial, we would determine this. These are the things – these are the unanswered questions. Tuberville tells him they've just whisked away the vice president, and then he tweets out his vice presidential thing. Now, you can interpret that two ways. Now, do we One know is, that
0: that's he, the sequence?
1: Tuberville tells him that, and then he does the tweet? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay. Uh and, and so that could go two ways. One is he knows Pence is in danger, and he tweets it recklessly. And the other is he thinks Pence is safe. He's been whisked away, and he tweets it. You know, so Look, they haven't nailed it down. You got to nail it before you convict somebody of a big thing. You have to well, nail it down. There's no
0: way that tweet is not deeply damning. He knows these guys are running rampant in the building and he is revving them up further. He knows those two things. Leave Pence aside. He's He is inciting them at that moment in real time, knowing what the situation is. I mean, that, that to me, uh, the one smart thing, I don't think the Democrats to the extent I haven't watched it assiduously, but. I do think they they rightly emphasized that tweet. I, I don't think it's been a great presentation by any means, and there's I think there's been at least one major lapse. But um, that tweet is about the single most damning thing Trump did relate. I, I think that tweet alone is grounds for impeachment. And I, and I, as you know, I'm not I don't really think impeachment's necessarily a good idea politically, but. That tweet is grounds for impeachment. That alone, it's you, unbelievable that he did that. What do you think they conspicuously left out? Well, I've been saying for weeks, I think, the Democrats should use this as a pedagogical opportunity. I mean, look, the, the, the outcome is predetermined, okay? That's not the game we're playing here. We're putting on a show for the public, and if you're the Democrats... I would think you want to kind of pull some people away from Trump, and in particular, if you can reduce the number of people who think or suspect that the election may have been stolen, that would be a good thing. And as I've said, one thing they should do is bring out specific misinformation Trump was peddling, both in the speech on January 6th and before, specific claims he made about the election – that are demonstrably wrong like he said x number of dead voters you know it, there were x number of dead voters in this state and then you bring in the, the 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 evidence that well he got this number here and here's why it's bullshit or he says this about state farm arena here's the part of the video they don't show you as i've been saying they needed to do things like that uh both first of all in hopes of of you know it wouldn't have been hard to create nice videos for like each thing he got wrong uh just get them out there um and make some people who are kind of on the fence convinced that hey this guy really was full of shit about the election that would be nice and um then what? well I was just going to say and then you know it's the one thing his lawyers would be unable to address and you could always say look we presented this evidence and they were speechless whereas Lawyers are able to address other dimensions and even exploit, I would say, other dimensions of the Trump lawyers' well, presentation.
1: Well, um, I think it, – it, I li- I love the idea of making little, little web like video things and sending them around. That's a really good idea. Well, the Democrats are doing, doing, that. doing that. They're just doing it along okay. a different dimension. But they could do it. At the impeachment trial. But it would open the door for Trump to to contest the election, which is what he wants to do. And he can go on and on. He's not going to sit there speechless. He's going to you have 20 facts you've refuted. He's going to have 40 more facts for you to refute. No, But see, that doesn't help. He's going to very effectively muddy the waters in terms of reaching the public. First of all, of course it, it, Mickey, of course it if him. he wants to do that, if he thinks it'll help him, he should do it. He can do it
0: now. It is mentioned, I think, in the articles of impeachment that he was spreading misinformation. So he can do that
1: now. I, I mean, well, but, he's look, really gonna, but he's really going to, But he's really going to do it if the Democrats no, bring no, up the subject. No,
0: the Democrats brought it up, Mickey. The Democrats did say they said like he tweeted. Well, they didn't put on evidence. They didn't put on evidence. Well, in the sense that they're putting on evidence at all, they, in fact, did. They said on such and such date, uh Trump tweeted dead people voted and that's all and he didn't back it up okay they said that at the impeachment they are bringing up the issue if he wants to rebut he can rebut now but i'm telling you if they could point to like five specific claims he made we showed their bullshit his his lawyers couldn't answer them that would be an accomplishment Mm. but what they've done now is you know they have actually i mean you know Clearly, they were better prepared than the lawyers. But today, and we're taping this on the day that the lawyers uh, did their side of the case and then kind of rested their case, although I guess there are now going to be questions or something. Um, but, uh, you know, what you saw Trump's lawyers doing now, predictably, was weaving the Democratic presentation into the Trump narrative. The Trump narrative have, has always been, A, they hate us, and B, they lie, fake news, and the Democrats, by presenting these videos where you hear Trump say we're marching to the Capitol and you don't hear him say peacefully and patriotically, that allows the Trump lawyers to say, oh, here's what they didn't show you. It's a doctored video, right? And and naturally, you know, any videotape heavy rhetorical presentation of the kind the Democrats gave is going to ultimately be susceptible to this because you're going to edit stuff out. And so I mean, they did not do a masterful job of this. It's it's like amateur hour. I mean, I mean the Trump lawyers. It's like amateur hour. Granted, but you... but they emphasize that, and then they emphasize the hatred, which wasn't particularly relevant, you know, you... logically. But but they, these two themes: Democrats hate us, and they're lying. They established, I think, well enough for the purposes of their own media ecosystem, which is where they know this is going. You. You actually watch these things? Just, I just like turn on the radio when I'm Um, in the shower. I just, I just, or I tape it and maybe watch 15 minutes. I kind of, I kind of keep, and look, half of it, the whole point of this is it shows up on Twitter, right? That's what they're both doing is trying to generate Twitter friendly stuff.
1: I, I thought that, I thought that the cavalry, cavalry thing was hilarious, but no, no, do you know the
0: truth about that?
1: No, you go, you tell it. Okay, so. The Democrats had this
0: tweet where they said, this woman, this Trump supporter tweeted, we're going to bring the cavalry. Right. OK, and somebody said uh and, and so they presented that. And then they right. said, look, it's the word isn't cavalry. It's Calvary. It's a Christian term. She's saying right. we're bringing. OK, but that's bullshit. She just misspelled it. I used to do this. I got, I got... <laughs> no, no, seriously, Mickey. She says, do you know what Calvary is in Christianity? Yes, correct. It's the hill I, on I, which Christ died. I have, vague died. Sense. Uh, I okay. have vague sense of that. Idea. Christians never put the word the in front of it. It's not the Calvary. It's Calvary. Christ died on Calvary or at Calvary. That's it. She's making a pun. No, fine. What do you mean? Play on words. My point is... We're bringing the Calvary. She, uh-huh. she said bringing the Calvary. It, it, it right first of all look matt lewis who is a christian and a conservative tweeted wait a second nobody says bringing the cavalry and he wasn't even talking about the the part and then i added that to his analysis on twitter the fact that you never put the right. word the in front of it um there's no fucking way she was what would that mean we're bringing the hill we're bringing the, the it's a joke
1: bob it, it's, it's not a, play a joke on words it's witty it's not a joke See, this is she's not been, a witty person. She's using language, and inv- how do you know? Do You put her on the stand and, and prove she that says, she's not We're witty. We're bringing the ca- the the cavalry. She used to write for Breitbart. She would be she's the first like
0: a- Christian in the entire history of Christianity to use to to use that turn of phrase. It just doesn't happen. Did they bring? Did they bring? Make your point at the at the trial. The Democrats? No, they're clueless. But it, it's true.
1: I, I was going to so make why- this point
0: before I saw Matt's tweet. She so just I, misspelled I,
1: it. I, I go ahead and make that. I lo- I love to see the shit you're going to get if you make that. dare make that point online. I made That's it. I made
0: I, it on Twitter, Mickey. What are you talking about? Oh, you did. Yeah, it's you there. Did? It didn't get that much action. Matt's tweet got a lot of yeah. action.
1: Huh. Okay.
0: Then yeah, what about the
1: fake? What about Swalwell adding a blue check mark? I missed that. The smoking blue check mark. He gratuitously gave this woman a blue check mark to make it. Oh, look- surely he wouldn't be that stupid. Why? He really? Mr. Fang Fang, not that stupid. He's pretty stupid. <laughs> now, Mickey,
0: a man's – he's not married. He had a romantic relationship with a woman who turned out to be a spy from China, right? Is that what happened? Best girl he ever
1: had. Um, Mickey, uh, you could get – yeah, a did. lot of
0: cancellation this week and you could – we I want to talk about that later. A lot of cancellation. Be careful really? what you say about Fang Fang.
1: Yeah. Was it because of – uh, no, I just I just meant that she was, her, his parents liked her because she was a nice girl. That's really all I meant. And
0: you're saying Feng Feng wasn't nice? <laughs> no, I'm get, saying it's. You can get so canceled guy, for saying
1: that. I'm saying I'm saying a nice Chinese spy. Why can't you bring what's, him a nice, what's Chinese, a nice spy Chinese spy like, spy Eric like you doing
0: with a sleazy politician <laughs> like that?
1: <laughs> anyway, um, uh.
0: Um, so uh, wait speaking of this general subject can I just say one thing Mickey I I have every reason to believe our podcast will continue to flourish but if it doesn't and you need a second line of work it just occurred to me yesterday I've got three words for you okay the first one is tantric
1: tantric blogging
0: <laughs> did you miss <laughs> this whole story it. No. Marjorie Taylor Greene had an affair with a tantric sex guru. Did you miss this? Well, who wouldn't? Well, precisely. You're, that's what I mean. You're tailor-made. You
1: totally get it. Is she single? Oh, you, no, this is think- perfect. I
0: mean, if you look at the picture of this, the tantric sex guru, he frankly reminds me a little of you.
1: I should become a tantric sex guru. I'm just saying if, if, this, if the podcast
0: thing doesn't work out,
1: how do you know I'm not already a tantric sex? I that's my point.
0: You look kind of a little bit like him. You know what the telltale it's, sign would be? He posed. My side
1: so- It's my side. He game. posed
0: without a shirt on. So here's the question I have for you. This is the litmus test. Do you partially shave your chest so that the hair forms what looks like kind of a Superman shield? It, it's there's no S, but I mean it's like a triangular shield thing. Do you do that? No,
1: my chest hair has gotten me in trouble before. I think, I think we've heard enough about that. So, okay. Uh, um, you didn't, so, I can't believe you didn't hear about the Marjorie Taylor Greene story. Keep it in check. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I must've been doing something with, uh, welfare. No, I was, um, I was
0: even, I spent five minutes trying to think of a good tantric so, sex guru space laser
1: joke and couldn't. So, uh, so a couple of things, uh, Bill Crystal hasn't given up the ghost. He th- he still thinks there might be 17 votes. He, he hope springs eternal in his actually brain. Actually, uh, but actually the, his list was fairly convincing. He he listed 17 wishy washy Republican sellouts, and sure enough, they're there. Yeah, but so that was before the cavalry no,
0: calvary thing, Mickey. That you know that that. That's just,
1: before your tweet. It was before my tweet. Um, your tweet turned it around, Bob. It ain't going to be turned around. You're. Your tweet was like the Calvary coming to today. My question um,
0: is: Will that guy from uh, Louisiana even stick with him? The guy who who uh, who flipped in between the two Cat- votes, Cassidy. Yeah is he uh, is he is he going to vote for impeachment
1: for conviction? God, as long as you flip, you might as well stay flipped. I mean, anyway, um, the the other thing is, I thought a a, cra- a a a crazy solution would be, which is impossible, is convict him, but don't bar him from office. Because what, what's what's depressing about this is it's become a partisan way to get rid of one of your political opponents. Right. And if the Democrats use it against Trump, the Republicans are going to use it against somebody else they don't want to run for office. And that's the sort of well, cheesy thing about it. So but, – but, you know, I guess reasonable minds could say he's guilty of an impeachable offense, although I would like more evidence. But – uh so that that was my compromise, but it's impossible because the, the, the vote to bar is only a majority vote. So if they have two thirds to convict, they're definitely going to have 50 percent to bar. Yeah, but they're not going to convict. Um, the uh... I mean, I want to see I want to see Trump's aides who were there at the time saying he, we told him you have to call out the National Guard. And he said, ha ha ha. No, let them suffer for a while. OK, then he's dead. But they don't call those witnesses. Those witnesses, as Jonathan Turley said, are practically standing outside with with sandwich boards saying, "Call me, call me." They're not calling them. Are, wait, who are people actually
0: kind of making noises about wanting to testify?
1: According to Turley, it's hard to believe. One of them, one of them is this guy that he tried to sneak into the CAA, who presumably is very loyal. But I guess loyalty is a you know why be loyal to Trump if he's on the way out? Well. First of all, know. I
0: don't think anything gets you to conviction unless it moves the needle of public opinion significantly. I mean, these senators know he did something impeachable. They just don't want to mess with the
1: base. It, it, but they're all making the point that they failed to connect the dots. So if they connect the dots, it will be harder to do. You think the public would be swayed? Well, some would, but, uh, you know. Public has it, to No, it's, it this. wouldn't be enough to convict. It wouldn't be enough uh, okay. to convict, but they failed to make their case. You got to – they have to make their case.
0: Yeah, I don't think I mean they're both just they're both just the both sides have given up on persuasion. They're just generating stuff for their own social media ecosystems. That is what it has come to. And the Democrats could have done better. They could have had it both ways. But did they take my advice? My advice? No.
1: Um we already have the the name for this podcast by this episode. What would that be called? Tantric Sex Guru? I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> we spent a lot of time
0: on that, it, but I could be right. I, I, I just want to stress that I could be right on yes. several things I've said. And that's uh, over the last couple of years. It, it, it's totally possible.
1: The Some of the commenters on the, uh, on the blogging head site, not on the Patreon site, but the blogging head site pointed out that I didn't know what I was talking about, about vaccines. Let's see what they do to you on uh, mutation. Oh, and did I did I admit that I made a mistake?
0: Um, two weeks ago, I said that in return for signing on to the Abraham Accords, I didn't profess certainty. I was saying, I think that Trump recognized uh, Sudan's sovereignty over some disputed, some areas. You corrected yourself. I did. Okay. That was Morocco. Yeah. That was
1: Morocco. Okay. Okay. Uh, Other things we have to talk about. uh, What do we do with the Trumpists? We have Bruce Springsteen uh, versus Virginia Heffernan. Oh, I missed that.
0: What did you think of the Springsteen G-pad, for starters? Before you knew he had a DWI uh, rap from...
1: Before, Before I knew it was Springsteen, okay, I didn't know it was Springsteen. There was a guy there who looked vaguely like Springsteen. He looked beaten down and weathered, completely actually reflecting, I think, the mood of the country after Trump you've been beaten down you're sort of, it's cold you're, you're, it was i thought it was very very effective and then i realized wait he looks vaguely like Bruce Springsteen maybe it actually is Bruce Springsteen i wasn't sure and it was and then i saw the, and, then i
0: saw the earring in his ear and i thought yeah that's bruce
1: then when did he when did this earring come in I you can see it at the end the, i know i can see it i saw it but but i is an earring a, a symbol of bruce well, i always, also it. when did he develop
0: a kind of twang i guess has he always That has to be an affectation if it's always been part of him.
1: No, I think it's an affectation. I mean, he's from New New Jersey. Bob, I I saw Bruce at Charlie's Kitchen, a burger joint in Harvard Square in 1974. And I wrote a rave review, and the rest is history. It's like he'd be nothing without me, okay? Why didn't you? So I I launched this guy, but then I sort of like somewhere after. Born somewhere after Born in the USA, I sort of lost track of what he was doing. And he went out west. He made Nebraska. He made a country album. So he got a little So country. you really wrote a favorable review before and you had heard of him? No. The people had heard of him. Peter Nobler at Crawdaddy. Had well, had long John a champ-
0: Landau written a famous review at this point? No.
1: That's the point. John Landau was at the same concert I was wrote a condescending review saying mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen, he has a lot of potential, but he has to do this and this and this. I wrote a flat-out rave, and who winds up as Bruce Springsteen's manager? So it's I kind of like him. me and blogging heads, too far ahead of your time. Right, and then a month later, John Landau sees him at another concert and says, I have seen the future of rock and roll under Bruce Springsteen. That's the famous or maybe if you'd use that line, but- it would have worked out for you could be i could be like seth stevenson in american apparel sweatshirts who said this is the greatest swe- greatest hoodie in america and they're still 20 years later they're still using that quote from seth stevenson and slave that greatest hoodie in america uh so i could have i, I could have been the seth stevenson or bruce springsteen you, if you, I played you know what i was ride. surprised
0: by here's how naive i am like i saw the ad there was, it seemed like there was a fair amount of blowback from the left, and maybe the, maybe this is what you're referring to with Virginia Heffernan. But people say, what is this shit about the middle, like meeting in the middle? You know, these so are- He got
1: blowback from both sides. Well, yeah. the people
0: on the resistance side were like, no, we're not meeting in the middle. It's like, we're right and they're wrong.
1: Right, and, right. and
0: there were complaints about the Christian iconography, there was- uh,
1: right, Geez, right. just calm down, but, folks. Anyway, yeah, I, anyway, I- the Springsteen ad stands in contrast to Virginia Heffernan, mm-hmm. who we we know from Slate. A, a, uh, I don't know if she's still a friend of mine, but she's a former friend. I'm on good terms with her. I, I can res, I can uh, respect. Okay, there you go. She said you were. She said you were the alpha mind. She said I was in a in a review of my book. Uh, oh, okay. Now that you brought oh. it up, I mean,
0: not that I remember these things,
1: but she said I was quote one of America's alpha minds. Okay. Did we talk about this last time? She wrote this thing about what, what do we do about the Trumpist next door? And she basically said, Oh my God, there's a Trumpist next door. And he was nice to me. He plowed my driveway. But I, but that's this not is, atonement. This, or no, she said, this but is,
0: atonement is not mine to grant or something.
1: Right. And she said, but you know, he said, uh, you know, I'll or wave to him. Or something. I'll wave to him, but, and I'll give him an opportunity to, uh, to basically admit he was wrong and do join me in good works to, to correct the, Damage done by the Trump in the Trump year, so she wasn't very forgiving. No, nah. uh, and 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 and, she, and what's more, she she made explicit what was implicit in the Ann Applebaum piece, which is uh, they have to admit they were wrong. I'm not going to learn anything from them, so it's a one way street. And what I liked about the Bruce Springsteen ad, he implied it was a two way street. We're each going to learn from the other, mm-hmm. and let's uh, and and so I, who, who would who would a, a, an ex Trump voter like me. Rather run into Bruce Springsteen or Virginia Heffernan. Forget who's the superstar, but, um, uh, they're both superstars in my world. And, uh, <laughs> that was, uh, but you, I would you, that was
0: excellent in, damage control. Are you, that, I that was rather, very good.
1: I would rather run into Bruce because he is the more empathetic of the two to use right-hand language. And, uh, and he admits that there may be something that the non-Trumpists have to learn from the Trumpists. Uh, uh, so, um, I liked the ad, even though he didn't write it, it was written for him. But, you know, it was, it was I thought it was reasonably well written. It had a good message. I thought it was the message people really sort of needed to hear at the moment. Uh, and I, I'm, yeah. I actually liked it. Yeah. I, I, just,
0: uh, yeah. No, I, I'm, I, was, I, I'm just, I just don't, don't have much, uh, patience and, for people on the, on the, on the resistance side, who, who just demand on exact, demand exacting well, vengeance they, and won't settle for anything less than that. Yeah. I mean, we, and you know, the country is in serious trouble and, uh, both sides think they're right
1: and that's life. Um, I, I agree. And, and also, but and also, uh, but the right gave him shit too for like, Oh, he's a lifelong Democrat. How dare he make this? He's a fake cowboy. So what? He's a really relatively mild. He, he fell into the hands of you know some uh liberal rock critics not just John Landau but is it Griel Marcus who are, who is the big I don't know if Griel Marcus theres some, there's was a some, huge. Uh, there, there's, some, there, there's some big some big rock critic who took well you know Christian he was on, on the wing. cover
0: of back when time and Newsweek were huge things he was on the cover of both the same week in 1975
1: right. but that was that was but that was premature that was the most famous case of that was before he was big everybody both well, it was magazine, when he, that a, was what made him big I mean that was no, that was the moment. No, no, it set him back. No, it oh it you are in, so full of shit. It set him back a year. Everybody said it was the proof of Rick, Rick what Rick Hertzberg said about the news magazines back then, which is uh, you know the phenomenon where women who are living together get their periods at the same time. Well, the news and their covers are like that. All of a time in Newsweek, but they were uh, different angles. They have this they have this weird tendency to produce the same people on the cover the same week. And this was totally out of the blue. Nobody had ever heard of this guy, Bruce Springsteen, and boom, but Mickey, he's on the cover. Mickey, wasn't this when
0: Born to Run came out?
1: No, it was before Born to Run came out. I don't think it was. No, I no, no I think you're wrong.
0: You may be right, though. You know more about music than I do. I think it was before. Anyway, I think I, it, 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 was it was a successful every, publicity. Everybody
1: laughed at him and they said, ha ha, try- the news mags are trying to make a big deal of you. Uh, fuck you. And it, it took a uh, while that for was his just great, your hip, greatness to overcome that. That was
0: just your hip velvet underground friends, Mickey. The rest of America was, was uh, singing his praises. I don't know. I was there. I, I, anyway. I am
1: from the real America, Mickey. He, he had to he had to fire his manager after that. His manager engineered the whole thing. Well,
0: and John Landau, this was a coup.
1: That's a funny thing. John Landau, who wrote that review, became his,
0: his manager, right? Or something. Yeah.
1: There, I actually saw John, John Lennon not only became his manager, he actually appeared on stage in the band playing guitar. And I saw him once, this once at the LA Coliseum and there's this incredible noise. And all of a sudden Bruce says, take it away, John. <laughs> and like, there's dead silence <laughs> because John really isn't that good a musician. Um, just, uh, anyway, I have, I, 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 I nurse a huge grudge against John Lennon. Anyway, I like the ad uh and so but, and the right any the right wingers were wrong too. Uh Molly Hemingway went on our jag about how horrible this ad was. Well, that, uh, this is just off. a
0: testament to how grim the predicament is. You just there's there's probably there's there is probably no ad you could produce. But the good news is Biden has put uh heart-shaped signs up that say unity in the White House lo- White House lawn. That ought to do it.
1: That ought to do it. I think JD Vance could deliver the speech that brings us together. Now you want you want JD Vance to run for president, right? I do. I sent him an email saying he should run for senator from Illinois that seat has opened up. Well, I have well, not received a response. Well, you're still looking for the successor to Trump, the leader of the Trumpist cause who can, right? Well, he would he, he 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 emphasizes the Trumpist themes which is uh, you know, control of trade, control of immigration to preserve Right. Uh, to preserve our so towns and cities and families, so he's my candidate. But he, he he phrases it like Reagan. He phrases things in in ways that go down easy and that other people can sign on to. Okay, let's rank the Mickey unlike, tr- unlike Trump.
0: Let's rank the Mickey preferences for successor to Trump: Josh Hawley,
1: uh, no, Tucker uh, Carlson, JD, JD Vance, and Tucker Carlson are way ahead of just Josh Hawley. What about Matt Gates? <laughs>
0: what is the deal I with him? Here. Hey, and whatever happened to the story about the 19-year-old guy that he had been living with forever and claimed it was kind of like a paternal relationship or something? What did that? What was that?
1: I didn't follow that. Are you serious? I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, a, guy, all I a guy from all Cuba I named is if, Nestor. Oh, is that the pool boy? Nestor all was an
0: old? O, not in the sense of having stayed in his home, which would be with an E. But he did
1: stay in his home. Who was? But somebody else had a pool boy. Oh, that was the event. That was that was no. Was, Fowl. was it Fowler Fowl or, Fowl. or Swagger? Fowl.
0: Fowl. Fowl. Oh yeah, Fowler Junior. Fowler Jr., Junior. Fowl okay. Boy.
1: I, I get these. I get this uh,
0: I had to tell you about the tantric sex guru and about Matt Gates's 19 year old quasi
1: son. You're my go to sex gossip, Bob. I'm not I'm saying it, it was
0: necessarily
1: sex with Gates, but it's a it's
0: a story that was that that all, still. All has I care,
1: a, Um, so. All I care about is Gates turned on Sessions and endorsed Tubberville, and that's a deal breaker for me. Fuck him. But he is, he is actually talented, don't you think? He's. No? I assume he's talented. I get, he and Swalwell are the same person as far as I'm concerned. They're both these ambitious, unprincipled showboats. Good looking. Um. Uh. So, uh, maybe he should find it, maybe Gates, Gates should find a Chinese spy to, to uh prove his heterosexual credentials. Careful. Careful, Mickey. A I lot of he, cancellation.
0: Do you want to talk about the, wait, first let's talk about the Republican Party. Wait, what were you gonna say? I
1: think I think I think he actually uh proposed to somebody
0: recently. Who? Uh Gates?
1: A woman. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well we wonder whether that's a cover up, right? Interesting. He had never been Nobody's engaged. Worried. What? You know who it is, by the way? You know who he's engaged to? No. The sister of Palmer Lucky, who founded Oculus and Brilliant. left Facebook sometime after it was discovered that he was kind of a Trump supporter, more or less, who had been doing some – I think he'd been doing some posting under an assumed name or something. But she, it's the sister of Palmer Luckey that. that Gates is engaged to. But but the, So he's got a source of funding as well. Uh, that's actually a, a point that he probably – probably hadn't occurred to him, Mickey.
1: I'm sure it and never occurs to politicians. Money is the last thing from their minds. We know Yep, that. that's the beauty of the American um, system. They don't have to think anyway, about money. You're about to switch to some topic. Well, I forget
0: what it was. the Republican. Well, we're transitioning there. Whither the Republican Party? So you had all of these. A bunch of people met. A bunch of Republicans met. And there were these Lincoln Project guys who met about forming a third party?
1: Oh, those were pathetic people. They that weren't. Even, like, they
0: didn't even rise to the level of Lincoln. That Project. was like.
1: That was like Miles Taylor and. McMullen, Evan McMullen. There was like, like, like I don't know people. People you would run screaming from if they came into the room. Well, so were the Lincoln were so, Project. So, so were the Lincoln Project. In fact, I, I I thought that I thought that was a low probability of success venture. Which one?
0: Oh, the the third party thing. The
1: Evan McMullen third party. Yes, but it's interesting.
0: That they're thinking third party as opposed to thinking, hey, we're hanging on to the Republican Party and then Trump is yes, going to have to. F- I, I, that was encouraging to you the as someone as a Trumpist who wants to take over the Republican Party.
1: Well, as you point, Steve Bannon has given me orders to re- retain the Republican Party and let them for the. For you know, the you party. laugh,
0: but you know what his new his new exhortation is. Is and he's bringing on an expert to explain to people how to do this is like. Infiltrate is the it's, wrong word because there's already a lot of Trumpists in like county and state GOP organizations. But it's like it's like we've gotta, you know, go sign up, join you join your party, run for county GOP, something or other, you know, at the party level. He he wants to flood yeah. it with Trumpists. There already are some. And this is the guy who months before the election was saying, sign up as a poll watcher, there's gonna be a rumble afterwards, we gotta have our people. There and um, so I'm just I'm just saying, yeah, I would bet on the Trumpists to uh, inherit the Republican Party, and if the Never Trumpers want to stay active in politics, maybe they better find a third party. That's what I'm saying.
1: Huh? Okay. Well, um, but I, I don't think Steve Bannon gives the word and millions. Spring day. Into I think he now. Uh, no, here's the thing about him: he has a
0: very activist audience. Very activist, I I believe that's well, true. I I think he I think he's, as you know, I think he's genuinely uh, important. I think he's a horrible person. Um,
1: yeah. Um, the uh, Nikki Haley, it's awful, and she's a, she's an awful neocon, and and she she's basically will say anything, uh, uh, that will help her, but um, she um. She recently said something that I thought was a misstep. She said they they're trying to nail her on like does she support Trump or doesn't, and the you know the press is trying to hold Trump support uh, hanging around people's necks and hurt them somehow, as if that hurts them in the primaries to have supported Trump. Uh, but and Haley said, well, no, I don't think that's relevant. He's fallen so far so fast. So if you're Trump and you see Nikki Haley saying he's fallen so far so fast. You hate her, right? They, now this, you was this in loser. the Politico
0: interview? The Politico piece?
1: I don't know. came out today. Like, came out it came out yeah. this morning. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. The, uh you know, Bannon is taking that as the establishment putting her forth as the spear carrier, like the Lindsey Graham's of the, and and he's, you know, he's uh not happy about it. For the time. Well, it would be great if, if
1: Trump turned on Nikki Haley, that would be terrific.
0: Oh, he's gonna have to. I mean, uh, uh, it sounds like she has now turned on him. That was the news today. She
1: has now oh, made okay. it official so, that she's turned on So I wasn't him. Re- I, I wasn't reading something subtle in, <laughs> into her interview.
0: Well, who knows? Uh, but according to the, the banners of the world, uh, no, this is a, this is a big and important thing where uh, she think- officially kind of throws her her hat in the never in the in the in the never Trump ring. Uh,
1: Bannon Bannon would interpret it that way because presumably he hates her. Well, but, um, and he's
0: mildly paranoid,
1: but he he understands things. Uh, well, no, she will eventually. She is a never Trumper. She just tried to disguise it by sucking up to him for four years. So but, uh, yeah, well, she succeeded. The disguises. Uh, the the one thing one thing that strikes me is. Uh, one reason I, a minor reason I'm eager to get Trump off the stage and like rule him out. If I didn't think it was so unprincipled, I would love for them to ban him from office. Is that the, the Republican field is kind of strong. Uh, there's a whole lot of credible candidates. Nikki Haley presumably is one of them, but you have, you have Hawley, Cotton, uh, oh, Cotton, no, Cotton's, Cotton's crazy. Cotton's uh, weird. There, there's Ron DeSantis. You have, you have, you you have four or five candidates that are all better than Ab Klobucher and the people we saw in Christine Gillibrand and or whatever whoever whatever Gillibrand's first name is. uh We saw on stage during the Democratic primaries, Yang, Pete Buttigieg, they're all more distinguished than those people, and they're they're you know they'd have a great primary. Uh, and, and Trump will just smother all that. It's like the L.A. Times, a, a bad organization that smothers all the potential successors. Well, that's a, the,
0: Get him off the, the stage. fascinating question to me is like, did, should the Democrats want Trump to be able to run or not? You could make the case that they want him to be able to run because he will just keep the whole situation roiled. And yet he's not ultimately a candidate who can probably win a general election now.
1: So they're achieving their aim by losing the impeachment. Well, we talked about
0: this. Is this like three-dimensional chess by Nancy Pelosi? I don't think so. I yeah, think okay. she's going on her gut.
1: But yeah. Um, but um, and we and we're not supposed to say three-dimensional chess. We're supposed to say four-dimensional chess. But no, not true. <laughs> not
0: true. We I, I got some, that's what I thought. But it, now, did Alex Beam write something about this? He was. It was paywalled.
1: Yeah. Did you read it? Was he? Did he, he cite us? And, did he? Did
0: he cite us? He's as having yeah, used the term. Yes,
1: he's, Alex, being a totally benign, friendly person, snarked at us for using three-dimensional channels. Oh,
0: man, the gloves are off now.
1: The gloves are off. He's going to be so sorry about this. time is a dimension, Bob. Oh, did he say time is... This is bullshit. That's the argument, that you have the two-dimension, then That's his argument, that it's time? I assume so. So my house is
0: four-dimensional
1: because time happens in it? Would he say that? Correct. (laughs) And you're you you know you're probably five dimensional because well that goes without saying you're plugged into the noosphere.
0: Someday, um, quickly. So, just quick. Any thoughts on the Lincoln Project scandal?
1: No, couldn't. Uh, uh, it reminds me of a Quentin Tarantino movie where the thieves all fall out and kill each other. Uh, so it couldn't happen to a nicer bunch of
0: guys. Two scandals, right? How much money these guys were pocketing, A, and then B, yeah. the, this John Weaver a, guy who...
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like Stuart Stevens just cause I run into him around here and he's very, very nice to Even me. Even during a pandemic? He plowed my driveway, Bob. What can I say? You're right. Did he? Uh, uh, no, did, no but it's he? the sort of thing. He, 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 he's nice to me. He lets me into events that I shouldn't be in. Uh, I mean, he's a nice guy. I mean, he's a pleasant person. So, I, I, with aside from Stuart Stevens, and I like Mike Murphy too. I was he was was he a real Lincoln projector? I don't know. He's the type. Uh, but uh. Uh, but they're they're the same type. So of course they hate each other. Uh, but they've made peace uh, to oppose Trump. But uh, you know, I I I didn't like them, and so uh, I thought they were over the top. And uh, so I'm I'm just reveling in uh, the scandal, which was. Broken by my friend Ryan Jurduski, who's a uh, a sort of solo blogger, writer, activist. Broken how? He tweeted the uh, you know should, he was so pissed off by something Stuart Stevens I think said. They said, "Should I write about all the all the the, the, the young men that John Weaver has made advances oh. to?" He'd been working on the story for a while, and that tweet gave the courage to a lot of young men to come forward. And they confirmed Ryan's charge and they, they, we were off to the races. Yeah. And he, Ryan also wrote like one of the first two stories about it. He'd been working on it for a while, trying to break it.
0: No, but, I mean, I'm, uh, it's like the Lincoln Project thing. I'm, I'm kind of liking the whole contours of the thing. They come along, help defeat Trump and then
1: self-destruct. That's good. Yeah. The, um, uh, the, uh I, the, I thought that, I thought that the denouement of the Lincoln Project reminds me of, what I think is going to happen or what I hope is going to happen is the New York Times uh, with this uh, McNeil scandal and uh, then the spiking of the Brett Stevens column, attacking them for the McNeil scandal. And, and, and you know, Walter Curran tweeted that it was like it's going to be like a Agatha Christie movie. And I said, no, it's going to be wind up like like Hamlet. I mean, you could easily see Beckett losing his job, Stevens losing his column. And finally, uh, uh I don't want to get her name right. Uh, the sixteen, nineteen woman. They might also realize if enough people say she's the real de facto editor of the New York Times, they may find a way to move her out of there too. So you could see uh, the, bo- the, so, the 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 stage littered with dead it's bodies. It's like the barroom room scene in, in Glorious Bastards*. Uh yes. Although more more having, violence in more slow more <laughs> slow motion. Yeah, and and she. And, and Walter Kern responded, "Well, maybe it's like the like the end of Titus Andronicus, which is even more violent. I miss that one. Uh, everybody's dead, but some of them eat other people, and it's like it's that's going too far. It's totally I, that won't happen. That won't happen. You know who they won't eat each other. And there was a very very graphic and good version of Titus by Julie Taymor that came out in at around uh, twenty years ago. Uh, and you know who was the producer for that, Bob?" Uh, you? I don't. You know. should get this. Wait, you should. I don't this. know any producers. Do I? Marty Parent. Producer, Tell me. The producer for Titus was Stephen K. Bannon. Oh. In his Hollywood, fame. I've heard of him. Um. Anyway, I I just think the Times is making a fool of itself. A you know how how Salzburger, young Salzburger. Let this happen on his watch. I mean, you know, they, there's a 1% chance of getting rid of him, but he may wake up and everybody you know, else is gone. We had been referring to him as Pinchito because he's son of the
0: man known as Pinch, who was the son of man known as Punch. Am I right? Do I have a right, right. But some right. commenter, I think it was either in the parrot room or on Twitter, suggested we call him Flinch, uh, presumably because every time something like this comes up, he flinches.
1: Flinch is pretty Flinch good. Flinch isn't bad. I was... I was for push just because he's a pushover. That's flinch, that's
0: in third place. It's either flinch or pinchito. <laughs> or um, flinchito. You know,
1: flinch is good. Flinch is good. Because you the key to it is remembering Pinch hated pinch. So he didn't like being called Pinch. So it doesn't have to be something he likes. Flinch is good. Flinch? I like Flinch. Flinch Salzberger. Thank you, Reader. Whoever you are. Maybe we can track this down. Fewer. Yeah, that was, that was good.
0: Um, so on the cancel culture front, I mean, it has been. Okay. So first of all, you know, the Neil thing broke last week in between our taping of the podcast and the parrot room. So we did talk about right. a little in the parrot room. Didn't know that much about it. Um I, I do have one question about it. People are probably familiar with the story. He's the health writer for the New York Times It was. Uh, he went down on one of these tours th- with students that I'm sure the Times is like pushing the reporters to do, right? Because it's a revenue right. source. This poor guy's a money this poor maker, guy's yeah. like, yeah, I'll help you out. I'll go down to
1: Peru, uh, maybe do a little drinking in the presence of students. No. Right. And he gets a bunch of woke, rich, liberal <laughs> white people who call him out on his refusal to denounce white supremacy. Well, the, no, the problem was he, he used the N-word and, and the way he used it. Right. But one of the charges was that he said he didn't think white supremacy was a thing. Well,
0: see, that's just a definitional question, as you know. In his generation, w- what we meant by white supremacy when
1: we were young right. is but not a that thing. was one of the charges <laughs> against him that had some traction in the times that helped get him fired. Well, I think the, the key constructively, but here, here's constructively fired. my question about the N word:
0: is he says a student asked whether some twelve year old should have been punished for using it, and in and in asking to hear more about the context he used the word i do wonder i mean i i generally agree the times has overreacted to several things but i I don't really know the facts in this case and my question is why could he not just say inward that's what i would have done i guarantee you that's that's how i would have conducted now you would have but no 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 no, i've always been like that i've always been like that well you're very cautious i just had i just had the inward bleeped on blogging heads
1: You'll go far. And, and, like and, and the, by the
0: way, this call was before the McNeil thing.
1: It, it was just. You're like the flinchito of, of, No, it's just it.
0: unnecessary. It was a white guy saying it. It's like, you know, you don't have to you, No,
1: that's very prudent of you. That's very prudent. I, I agree. I'd support that, but, uh, I could see him doing that. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. It seems, if that's what really happened, it seems like a total bogus. Well, to fire somebody
0: you know, we're running out of time, probably, but there is more to talk we about are? in the parrot room, cancel culture-wise. I mean, we had... I mean, look, there's the uh, Gina Carano on the right, and meanwhile... Have, and Nathan Robinson on the left, a socialist, also.
1: Okay, we have a... Okay, we, have we should have a cancellation of the week feature. Um... But my
0: favorite one, somebody at, who runs Readings Books in Australia, in Melbourne, they, here was, here's the story. They were going to, they had some person named, oh damn it. Oh, somebody said they would do this event with a bookstore so long as they agreed to The bookstore agreed to publicly apologize for hosting somebody named Julie Bendel, who apparently was taken as transphobic. But anyway, the best part is they apologized. But now the latest is this. Readings, books, this is a tweet. Now, regrets the apology. They've apologized for the apology. We're in, we're in new
1: territory, Mickey. And So they, in, so they get the book reading, make the sales, and then, and they, then apologize they apologize for the apology. I don't know what the sequence yes. was,
0: but this is, we're now in okay. uncharted terrain. They are apologizing for the apologies.
1: I apologize for all my apologies.
0: I, I feel exactly the
1: same way. And I apologize for that as well. Um, I don't go that far. I, actually Harry Shear, Harry Shear has has beaten us to this on his, on his weekly radio yeah. show. He had something called apologies of the week. No,
0: he plays, he plays the we're so sorry uncle I'm so Albert, sorry, yes, as he yes, does yes, it. Yes. yes he's yes.
1: he's a genius. So, um, uh, are we almost through? Cause we have, we haven't talked about the Biden child allowance plan, which mm, sounds fascinating, re- Mickey. Okay. Go ahead. It's-, it's a, it's a big, it's a big deal. It's more, you know, it looks like they're not going to stick the minimum wage in. The reconciliation bill where it only needs 50 votes to pass. So pass the Senate. So what is the bill? What does the bill do? But there is in the bill, there's a, there's a bill that gives, I think, $3,000 to every parent of a child for each child. Uh, regardless of uh, income, regardless of, no, it cuts off at like, I, I don't know, somewhere, somewhere way high up the income ladder know. to avoid, avoid a steep cutoff. But, um, it, uh, uh, it gives it to whether, whether or not you work or not. Heretofore, Congress has been very careful to only give a child tax credit, which by def, which, because it's a tax credit and is not refundable, it goes only to people who earn some income to be taxed. This is like the old welfare system. It gives cash, worse than the old welfare system, cash and no those strings to every, parent of a child, uh, whether they work or not, and people like me say that's bad because it enables uh, people mo- you know mothers, including single mothers, including unmarried, never married, single mothers, to have a child and and live in combination with other various forms of aid and however people live in those uh, at that low income. To live without ever sending anybody into the workforce. Mm -hmm. So it allows generation after generation of non workers. And that's what we didn't like about the welfare system. And Biden is recreating it. It's only one year in the, in the bill. It's only for one year, but it is in the bill. And Democrats want to obviously renew it. It, You can justify it as a, a temporary pandemic response. But they want to make it permanent. But don't don't Uh, and Romney has Romney has a similar bill. Yeah, so there's some Republican buy-in. Don't
0: conservatives like Ross Douthat like this? Subsidizing child. Somehow
1: they are they 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 think it's so important that we have more babies. Uh, Why, when robots are taking our jobs, is it so important that we have more people? I don't know. Well, but.
0: Yeah, I don't know, uh, but anyway, that is that is a view. So you're against this. I I, I am surmising. You.
1: I'm against this, but it's, and it's a it it, uh, it it it's a genuine threat that has to be met. I'm heartened that people like Rubio are have come out against it, but uh, you know if they include it in reconciliation and if Kirsten Cinema and Manchin and all the other Democrats are for it, it may actually happen. So that that it seems to me that's a big active fight along with. The immigration fight, maybe it's even more, more live, more alive than the immigration amnesty at this point. Will they stick this, will this stay in the reconciliation bill as a very important political fight?
0: Now, speaking of immigration, Mickey, I'm, I want to ask you if there is possibly some common ground between us. You would like to reduce the number of people who are streaming to America from the South seeking asylum. I would like to end our policy of gratuitously imposing sanctions on countries that are already impoverished and thus further further miserating the population now. Right. That brings us to Venezuela. Why don't immigration restrictionists say, uh, you know, in the sanctions on Venezuela, they're, they're, things are bad enough down there. You're, you're generating enough
1: refugees. Stop. That'd be a very good point. I don't think they're generating enough for them to catch the attention of the immigration I don't leadership. know. The
0: total uh, number of refugees over time that are said to have been generated by the Venezuelan crisis is well into the millions.
1: But they all moved to the countries next door. They haven't uh, come But here. Uh,
0: that's not the end of it. Anyway, yeah. Jake. Anyway. Uh, anyway can uh, I just say one thing? Jake Sullivan, National Security Advisor Joe Biden said before the administration, but during the Trump years, said he wants to, quote, double down on sanctions against Venezuela.
1: Which makes, huh. which makes no sense. Uh, it, uh most of the people I know in the immigration restrictionist community are anti-interventionists so they would actually be receptive to this well idea. get get on board with this I'll bring it up to them okay mainly Mark crokorian is the guy I'm thinking of but uh, I leave it to you uh uh it's in my portfolio I feel tasked it's your mission tasked um we're meeting in the middle, Bob. As we so often no, do. I, it, it is, it, the, the, Biden administration is being very canny in that it's, you know, it's, it's, it's reverse the, the remain in Mexico program, which actually was a step beyond. We thought they were going to keep it because they don't want those people streaming in, but they're like sneaking them in in the dead of night at unknown locations. There are 25,000 of them. They're hoping that they can reverse all of Trump's policies without provoking. Uh, a, a huge surge of, I'm not allowed to say surge, you can't call it, you can't say, uh, you can't say horde, you can't say, you have to really watch the, whatever word you use, but I think surge is a harmless electrical term. Surge of, uh, of, of migrants would be asylees at the border, and I don't think they can pull it off, but if they can pull it off, they really are extremely competent.
0: Well, after last week, you probably saw this. After uh, you said there is a brewing crisis at the border that awaits Biden, uh, I think the next day there was a piece in either the Times or the Post. I think it was the Times about this. Did you see that piece?
1: The headline. There've been a bunch of pieces. It's it's it's. Everybody knows it's happening now. Nick Miroff of the Washington Post has covered it too. Yeah. Uh, it's it's um. Um. But but yeah, I I don't and um. Uh, but they don't use the word crisis. They say it's a challenge or something. Uh, yeah. And they don't they, they don't call them apprehensions of illegals. It's encounters near the southern border now. which <laughs> they have some euphemism for uh apprehending illegals. That's um, a
0: different matter. Um I, so we've been going appreciably over an hour, Mickey. Anything you want to talk really? about can be talked about in the parrot room, which people can get access to by going to Patreon.com slash Parrot Room and becoming patrons. Are, are we going to talk about the Marty parrots article? I will read it in between now and then and, and, and Parrot Room. Yes, so we can. Marty wrote a piece in tablet, uh, I guess, dissing Rob Malley, whom I wrote a piece in defense of in the Non-Zero newsletter yeah. available in its archives.
1: And, yeah. And we have two cancellations to talk about. Not one, but two, uh, maybe Cancel three.
0: culture cancellations?
1: Yeah. You, you outlined them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's
0: even more. We didn't mention the woman who was canceled by the New York Times for saying she got chills when she saw Joe Biden uh, on Inauguration Day or whatever. Remember her? Oh, right. Uh, I think they're trying to, to establish balance, right? They're like, because this was not, a, this was not a, a, they weren't caving to wokeism here. They were caving to the right. They they they, uh, they are an all side uh, equal opportunity caver, is the New York I Times some, is you say all the news is fit to print now it says equal
1: opportunity caver. I I had some take on that that wasn't that take I will go look it up, um, but they the Times is obviously has a weird position regarding tweets because a the tweets reveal the real biases of their reporters mm-hmm. b the tweets deliver the news not only sooner than the actual New York Times. But more comprehensively than the New York Times. I mean, Maggie Haberman's Twitter feed throughout the Trump administration was a much better news feed than anything you're going to find in the New York Times. So, and they and she's too big for them to restrain. So they take it out on this little woman here. That's an interesting uh, this yeah contract employee. That's
0: a. I may I may
1: I may push back
0: on that theory in the parrot room. Um, also, Pe- people have said we plug the parrot room too much. I, well, you know I, I what? You know, you know what? I have
1: had that feedback.
0: These are people. Um, Who are these people? My friends. Why is Bob pushing the parrot room so much? They don't have a theory.
1: They don't have a theory as to why we want. No, they patrons? know why you're pushing. The, they know why you're pushing the parrot room. They think it's they, counterproductive. They, they don't want to hear it. They're 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 listening to the free podcast. They don't want to hear. Are they? Are they patrons? Constantly be reminded that there's this better party going on later that they're not invited to unless they pay the free. They're
0: invited. We invite everyone. Some it's, people choose not to come. Apparently your my, friends are among those, Mickey, and if you ask me it, do it, I mind making them suffer, the answer would be no.
1: Not at all. As somebody who's cancelled myself twice already this uh this podcast, I should say it's a nice party, it's not necessarily a better party than the free party. Oh, Mickey, it's a nut it's another party that is that is maybe a little looser, but how could you get looser looser than we're already being?
0: Mickey, fortunately I mean, you
1: know, it's too late for you to go into marketing because you would not have done well. I, and do I take off my shirt and show my
0: Superman logo? Is that what I do? No, I don't do that. No. That would also not be good
1: marketing. <laughs> <laughs> well you don't know, Bob. Uh, I got a hunch. Um so wait. I haven't had a lot I haven't had a lot to do here in quarantine except work out,
0: you know? Mickey? <laughs> <laughs> you know, also in the parrot room, I think I know vaguely, at least generally, what the subject of the next great right-wing conspiracy theory is going to be. It's related to January 6th, but not in a way you can probably guess. Maybe you can. It was a setup. No, nah, it's 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 weirder. It's weird. And I don't know exactly where it's heading, but they're starting to beat the drums on this. Um, And uh, I'll get into that also I do know people people are saying there was a setup oh I tweeted that like immediately like uh, okay. like during like before Trump had tweeted about Pence just about I said I can already see them saying that the Capitol Police let them in on purpose so that we could no, then it wasn't that. Them. It,
1: it, the FBI knew all along well I guess this ties it's in. it's related they the let FBI, it happen the FBI knew all along that this was going to happen and they let it happen
0: Right. Well, that's, this is vaguer than that. It's it's just kind of a locus of the, it it could ultimately tie into that. It's consistent. It's potentially consistent with that. Also, I've unearthed uh, an email that bears critically on a heated debate that's been happening in the parrot room, but I won't won't say anything more than that. And look, I would hate for people to sign up for the parrot room at patreon.com slash parrot room just because of cheap teases like this.
1: I would hate that. Um. Okay, well, um, <laughs> I look forward to it. I'll be the there. The funny
0: thing is, I'm not even like this. I'm not like the marketing type. You know that. I'm not.
1: But reality... We know you're not the marketing type. I'm not. If you succeed, it will be despite your marketing style. Right. Skills.
0: I'm the mock marketing type. This is meta. Okay. So we'll see you there, though? Yes. All right. Uh, oh, you want to you want to bring you you want to show them the parrot? Do they get to even see the parrot without going to the parrot room? I, I forget what our policy is on this. I think we tease the parrot. Uh, see you later. See you later. <laughs> oh, boy, why did he even bother with all the other appeals when you got stuff like that? When you got material like that to lure people yeah, okay. in? Okay, okay, yeah, okay.